Protesters are rallying around the country for two men fatally shot by police this week. Both incidents were caught on cell phone video. Every black or brown parent I know has a conversation with their children when they tell them exactly how to act around the police. When you're not in uniform, do you fear police officers? I do. Yesterday I forgot my wallet and I had my gun and I was, I was pretty nervous. We've got to figure out what is happening when routine traffic stops, when routine arrests escalate into killings. Terror in Dallas as gunshots rang out at the end of a peaceful Black Lives Matter protest. This just came out of nowhere. As a matter of fact, we were towards the end of the protest right. when the shots started firing off. We need more love and kindness, and I know that's not usually what presidential candidates say, but I believe it. And we'll Please join me in applauding these brave men and women who do this job under great scrutiny. We don't feel much support most days. Let's not make today most days. We need your support. System built to divide and impoverish and destroy us cannot stand if we do. Welcome to foreverever.com. I'm T Storm, as always, joined uh, with my lovely and very pregnant wife Kaylee uh and uh also have uh some other special guests in the room uh my sons uh Tyler and Terrence Jr. Say what's up guys what's up what's up how's it going all right this is kind of like a a very special episode of forever ever special uh, how well you ever see like the tv shows like when they did like the sitcoms would deal with like a special like a a serious issue. Matter of fact, Blackish just did it. They had a very yes. special. Back when I was a kid, it was a very special. Uh, different strokes when uh, Dudley was molested by the bike um, bicycle store manager. That's hard. That's I'm not, not funny. Why are you laughing? I mean, it's inappropriate for me funny? to laugh at, but just thinking about it, that's. I listen. That's not I have a funny. weird sense of humor. That was, yeah. Looking back on it. It's, Looking nah, back on that episode, because we tried, we I watched, I, I watched it. Some of it was some coworkers. So it was a two-parter. It was a two-part episode, mm-hmm. and um, uh, 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 Arnold got away. Dudley stayed. Oh, and they saved them just in time. But I don't was, remember that. Yeah, a, a very special, different strokes. In case, but a very special uh, forever, ever. Um, dealing with what stuff that's uh, been happening this week. Now, I guess this is kind of part two of what we were talking about because when we recorded, we the last re- episode we recorded was on Tuesday. No, Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday. Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, it was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, and then we didn't know like as we were recording. Um, so okay, so just to kind of recap, you know what's been in the news. Um, Tuesday. Uh, brother by the name uh, Alton Sterling was um, on video, got killed by police. 
mm-hmm. in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Yes. Pissed us off. Pissed me off. I was, you know, to see it on video and to see the cops how they how they treated this man and killed him in cold blood, murdered him on video. Um, and I said it. I, I said it last episode. We're gonna see you. They're gonna the, the normal thing is gonna play out. They're gonna try to. They're gonna you know reach back into this man's past and try to justify him being murdered. Mm-hmm. You know, which they did. And and they, they all the same things happening. But while we were recording on Wednesday, another brother was killed, Philando Castile, north of us in um Minnesota. In Minnesota, he was killed. Now, and his girlfriend, uh, live stream Facebook live moments after he was shot. And if it wasn't for her doing that, the cop would no made up evidence. Any, yeah, could he'd have made up any story but about again. what happened. And so. That's so. There's two brothers back to back in one week. And then here's the thing that pissed me off. They continue. To, this is more so coming from the media side, where they look up the information, they look up the background records, criminal charges, and all that other stuff. Explain this to me. What the hell does that have to do with a cop that just took away the life of a man that? All he was doing was reaching into his pocket, following the cop's directions. Right. What do the past criminal records have anything to do with that? Because they want to paint him as a criminal. Oh, he had a criminal past, and he he was violent. So he deserved what he got. That's exactly what they do. That's I mean, they've done every. They you know it's nothing new. Let's not be surprised. I told I said it when we recorded last uh, a couple of days ago. That's exactly what they're gonna do. They try to do the same thing with um, Philando Castile, and. One, he was a licensed carrier. Mm-hmm. He told the cop that he's, you know, you've heard the story by now. Everybody knows the details. Um, it's disgusting. And then the next day, Thursday night, um, a, uh, a a very disturbed gentleman went on a rampage and during a Black Lives, at the end of a Black Lives Matter protest, shot and killed five cops. Yes. Injured seven more and and a couple of civilians as well, and he was pissed off about he was angry about what was going on with the police himself, uh, um, but he was uh, apparently um, emotionally disturbed. Mm-hmm. He was because he had served in the army. I think it was he was in he was in armed services. I don't know which which branch, but they he was deployed somewhere. And I said this to somebody too. I bet you he had been deployed and come back off, and that's what they said. He yeah. wasn't he wasn't the same when he got back. Um, and so that's another, that's another issue in this country, mental illness, you know, depression and mental illness, you know, funny mental illness and guns don't, don't, you know, that's a, that's a terrible combination. It is. But it's, we, cause we see time and time again, what happens, happened in the movie theater, mm-hmm. you know, happened with, uh, what's the, what was the Senator that got, that got shot in the head? Oh, the woman, I forgot her name. Yeah, I forgot. Well, you know, we see the same things coming up and over and over again. But um, very unfortunate, you know, those officers um, that lost their life on um, on Thursday. Um, but let's not let's not be distracted and and forget about the two lives right that were lost prior to that. Um. I had a I had a conversation with a, a um a broadcast brethren, um Edward Adu out in the UK. It was on he had me on his radio show on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And we talked about race. 
they're in the UK. So uh, he says something to me, and I'll, I'll post this up as well. I'll, that in addition to this episode, I'll post it up so you can hear the conversation. But he says something to me that kind of um, I didn't I didn't really grasp. I didn't I, I learned something that this country, as far as in entertainment and on television, we're more uh, diverse mm. here than over there in their country. Right. So they're cut, they're looking at us like we have it all together. But then yeah. you see the news, and you know the race relations in this country between blacks and 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 black and brown people and the police, um, is not there. We don't have it all together. No, not at all. We don't at all. You know, it's far I, I told, from it. I told them, you know, race relations, you know, here in this country is it's the elephant in the room. It's the six hundred pound gorilla. Nobody want to mention. <laughs> nobody want to talk about. Don't you see this damn girl in the room? Okay, that, that sounds kind of crazy, but <laughs> nobody wants to discuss nobody it. wants to discuss it. You want to act like it's everything is all right, anyway. I brought my sons um on to kind of talk about their feeling on it because you know yeah, I remember back in 2010 when I was stopped by police. They were very young back then, um, and some of the things that I've told y'all that I taught you in, in dealing with. Ever have if if you ever had a running with the police, what to do? Um, what do you think about the stuff that's been going on? Um, well, I think that like it's Tyler speaking. Yeah, um, I think it's just like it's sad the way that America treats like black people. Like we we've come so far, but like it's like we're taking two steps forward and one step back because we in the 1950s, they you know they. 1950s, 60s, or so, so, they ended segregation and all that. But the all the police brutality that was coming along with it, with the riots and stuff, that continued. And I mean, maybe on paper it ended. I mean, history. Maybe you know on paper, but it's you know it's one of the things that (laughs) it didn't really. Um, Terrence. Junior, what do you what do you think? What what's your take on um the events, the recent events? Uh have you ever had have you ever had running in with, with the police? Um yes. How did you feel? I what just, happened? I'm walking to the mic, please. I'm trying to think of a specific example, but it's more than one time I've been stopped by police. But I I was what I was gonna say is I just think that uh like one of the problems is that a lot of America is still ignorant or they don't they don't know what happens to us. They assume that because of they they assume like people like to think that racism is over or that systematic oppression isn't a thing and that it doesn't exist anymore. But like there's you can if you just look, you can see that it still happens. Like with Philando Castile, he was stopped like it was it was just reported that he was stopped like over fifty times by police. Something like sixty something, seventy something times. Yeah. I think it was. And like Definitely. over it was like eighty two of all the eighty two violations or whatever, like over half of them were dismissed. Mm-hmm. That's something he had to deal with, like From the time he the got a driver's license. From the time he was seventeen until he died, he kept being pulled over by the police for minor traffic mm-hmm. infractions. And yeah. every time what happened to him recently could have happened. Exactly. So that's something that we all have to deal with all the time. Like people so, don't. People who get most people get stopped by the police maybe once every few years. I'm assuming you know it's not. Yeah, it's not a regular thing. But 
shouldn't be that shouldn't be the norm. So tell me specifically what happened with you to you. Um, the first time I remember was when my brother and I were uh, we were walking home on a weekend. We were walking from my grandmother's house to our house with our great grandmother, and I had started walking ahead, so I wasn't with my brother and my grandmother who was behind me. And the police car rolled up, and they were like, "Hey, shouldn't you be in school?" And they stopped next to us, and I was like, "No, it's it's Saturday." And they kind of looked at each other. It was like, "Oh, okay." And they continued. But that was the only. That's the first thing I remember, though. What I uh, and you remember how old you were then? Um, no, I don't remember how old I was. I yeah, I remember you were nine. I was nine. Yeah. Oh well, I didn't remember how old I was. Yeah. Um. In uh. You, you, you in high school, eleven, or maybe eleven. Tyler was nine. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. In high school, I remember, uh, and I don't know if this is like, like a specific, like a truancy officer or whatnot, but it was just when when I had been trying to when I was on my way to school, there would always be officers around around the school and they would always stop me on the way to class like asking me like where am I supposed to be am I supposed to be in class and my school is on that block and they're making me late for class by asking me these questions about where I'm supposed to be and it would always have to be like you know where's your ID and I would have to get my ID and show them that I'm on and hey this is my school right here I'm supposed to be here and then I would finally be able to you know get away from them and get into class and it was much worse from some of the other some of my other friends who had to deal with them even more often because like if they usually be around after eight o'clock and if you had a class that started after eight o'clock like if you had a third period class then you would see them normally and see them regularly and they'd stop and stop you and ask you where you're supposed to be and you'd have to find a way to avoid them or you'd be late for class just because they stopped you Mm. yeah and what is some of the things i've told y'all you know as far as what to do when dealing with police I mean, you have to be you have to be very aware of what of your situation, what you're doing, and and the situation that you're in. Because like anything that you do, even if something that you think it's normal could set off an alarm, and that's something you don't want to do. Like you have to be very careful, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and that, you know always comply. You know always you know right. And that's some of the things you know. That you, some of the things you hear non-black folks say: if you only comply, you know, you survive. And you know, in the case of Philando Castile, he was complying. He was complying. He was doing what the officer said and was shot to death. Anyway, and then what pisses me off even more was was really more even more alarming. He didn't offer him any type of medical attention. None he, whatsoever. After he shot him, he stood there with his gun drawn st- until he died. He was, well, I think the uh, video showed the cop too busy freaking out as opposed to... You're whispering. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Jeez. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just trying to get you to speak up. This is not the quiet storm. Yeah. Speak uh, up. But anyway, but yeah, mm. I mean, that's, that's happened in the case... That's happened in the case of, uh, um, what's the, it's horrible. I don't remember the brother's name. Staten Island. That was choked. Uh, Eric, Eric, Eric Gardner. You know, 
Yeah, he kept telling them over I and over breathe. again, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And right. these their people their their rationale was if you can say I can't breathe, that means you can breathe. So Please. they're gonna choke you until you can't breathe. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um It's very unfortunate what happened in Dallas. It's very unfortunate. But I, I but, who, who didn't see it coming? Exactly. We all saw it coming. Uh, I know I saw it coming. It's like know, people it's, are getting tired of this, it, man. Yeah, the, like I said, you factor in mental illness and and the oppression that's been happening that goes back hundreds of years. You know, some something's bound to happen. Um, I was uh, my, my man Edward Adu asked me, you know, how do we solve it? What do you guys think? How do you solve racism? Yes. There's no, I mean, there's there's no easy answer for it. Well, the reason there's no easy answer for it is because there's never been a time where there wasn't racism. So who has the answer to that? Tyler, what do you think? Uh, um, I believe like like I don't think racism can end in America because like it was built off of like racism and the fact that white people were are. More superior to white to black people, so like it's not really a, a answer to it, but like a way to like suppress it is like what what we've been doing so far is like what or what Martin Luther King did when in his time was like peace riots and being able to like like uh, have a voice without without harming anyone because well, I think my answer for it, Kelly, you have. I think my answer for it, it, it's, I I agree. I don't think it could be, I don't think it can be solved very easily, but I think it can be affected um, one of two ways. Um, The the non-peaceful thing that the, I mean, the the non-violent answer and marching, I don't believe works. So you think like Malcolm X? It's not that, I mean, I don't think, I think you have to affect affect someone's pocket. You gotta make some noise and stuff Not like just, that. You, you, I mean, we're less than 50, black people are less but than see, 15%, we are left, le, less than 15% of the population in this country. But we have spending power. They market a lot of things that, they market things to us that we buy and we take, our, if we took our dollars and boycotted like what Dr. King did, they boycotted the, uh, bus. the bus in Montgomery and shut the bus company down. Mm-hmm. You said you said you didn't believe that what didn't work. What did you say then? That's non-violent. Okay. Non-violent protest isn't necessarily. I don't think the marching. Protest. What I'm saying is people like nowadays people they're they're marching and making noise. Marching is to call attention to it. Granted, but there has to be further action behind that. There has to be something else beyond marching. There has to be something because as long as you're marching, yeah. Keep it peaceful, keep it cute, keep it moving. All right, and people can go on. It's it's a topic for the moment, and people forget about it and go on to the next thing until the next horrible incident happens, and then we're back outraged again. No, I think it needs. Killer Mike said something on on the radio in Atlanta, and he was just talking about like while they don't have as many issues in Atlanta with the police, not like that, but they can take they can take action. Um, and if he was like, if every black person in or anyone down with the cause was to withdraw their money out of the banks, out of the corporate banks that 
you know, the, the, the banks that um, are, I guess, if you will, complicit in racism, right? And take our money and put it into another specific bank. He says citizen trust. Um, and put your money there. That would send a, I mean, I think that would probably wreck the banking system in Atlanta. It would. You know what I mean? Folks with money, whatever, if you, from whatever money you got in the bank, if you pulled it and put it into, a, everybody put it into one bank, one, and then let that bank know you need to make sure you make loans available to, to minorities so we can start our own businesses. That would speak volumes. He said, don't spend no money in the malls. Instead of, don't buy no hat from the malls. As a matter of fact, if you're going to buy a hat, buy a hat from a brother out of a trunk. As long as he's black, buy it from him. Don't spend no money in these malls. I believe, and I haven't confirmed it yet, my friend Mike sent me a, a, a link or an article that said in Minnesota, they protested the malls and shut the mall down, basically. They didn't spend no money in the mall to the point where the mall had to close early. Yes, I heard about that. Um, for the brother of uh, Philando Castile. Like, mm-hmm. He was respected in the community. Um, I, I think that's the way to go. I mean, it's either that or go out like the brother in Dallas, but that doesn't, you know, nobody's trying to get, no. be violent. And, you know. I well, think that would work much better to stop the spending in the big malls, the big stores, and just stick to yeah, you take the money, black-owned businesses. You just, but then here's well, the question. How many of our people, what percentage of our people are willing to do that? I mean, and, and that's the that's the because there question. are a lot. There will be a lot of them that'll be like, you know what? Nah, I'm not gonna do that. I support the movement, but I still need to get my I need stuff to have from my this. Gucci bag. Right, I need to have my <laughs> Michael Kors bag and all that other stuff. Like, what so is more sense. important to you? Well, um, me and my friends have been talking about like trying to bring back the uh, the Black Panther movement. The Black Panther movement, you, okay. because like. There's there needs to be someone who pr- protects like the community because like if the if the police aren't doing it, there's someone needs to. And it, it's okay. Let me make it clear. I don't believe that all police are bad. I mean, every I everybody said that. No, I believe that you know, it's too much. Uh, the 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 blue wall of silence. It's it's forbidden. You know, you're forbidden to speak up against any. You know, if if you're an officer, you're not supposed to speak against another officer. And I'm glad you bring that up because there was a woman. Um, oh, yeah. I forget her name though, but she spoke up about police officers. You know, everything she's that's that, and she's a cop herself, and she spoke up about that. And she, I believe, got, she got suspended fired. She or got fired. fired. She got fired, and why? Because she spoke up. She well, said something. I, I mean, I, I know. Uh, you're not supposed to speak out. You can't speak on behalf of the police department. Against it, you mean? You can't speak out on behalf. Because when you when I saw the I saw the video clip, she was, I mean, it was a passionate post that she mm-hmm. pushed up. But I also and I you know we agree what some of the stuff. It was good to hear somebody be appalled at these officers' actions, right? right? Uh, and especially coming from a cop. But also, you. you she, I'm, she probably didn't go through the proper channels to speak because she's not supposed to speak out. I, basically, you can't talk. And you're right. You're not supposed to speak against the police department. But, you know, you, you, can't, speak in, you, you can't speak for the company without mm. proper clearance. And I'm well, sure that's probably what they cited before they let her go. Oh, uh, well, in the, you know, J. Cole said it uh, the best. He said that he believes that there there are good people who are cops, but like the system is bad, so it's not it's not some anything that they can do to like change how the system is. If they're they're good people who 
like are in the system, but their beliefs by the time they like, but after like two years or so, their their beliefs would change. Or, mm. Yeah, I mean, um, the, you know, it's like what they say. The the it's it, with, with as far as laws, it's a court of law, not a court of justice. It's a court of law, mm-hmm. and if the laws are flawed, the courts are flawed. Right. So you can have unjust laws, and which is what we're dealing with now. I mean, and we've been dealing with for a long time. I, I think um, my concern, my concern is for my sons here um, and myself that in dealing with you know not to have bad interactions with officers, and I do. I, like I said, I've, I've taught them coming up. You know, to comply, to you know, speak politely, be respectful, but also know your rights and make, you know, observe observe what's going on and get the officer's information. If you're ever in a situation where you know, feel like your your rights have been violated, but get that's out of the why get out of the situation. I'm glad right. I did what I did a few years ago. I no. shouldn't have, but I'm glad I did it. I don't even think we even should talk about that. Listen, I was stressed out that day. He was bugging the hell out that day. My wife slapped the cop. I'm glad I did what? it. What? She slapped the Wait, cop. Wait, what? Yeah, she slapped the cop. We was on our way to work. She was out of her mind that morning rushing to get to work. We was already late. And I she was stressed rushing. out. This is what and happens when you stress. It's one of them things where, you know, I'm like, I know if you're late, if I'm running, if I'm running late, there's not too much I can do if I'm already late. Mm-hmm. So I make the phone call. Hey, I'm running late. I'll be there as soon as I can, and that's all I can do. And I, well, she was rushing, and it was a train. It had stopped. It was already moving. She put her foot in the door to try to keep the doors from closing. There's a cop behind the door, like, "Hey, get your foot out of there!" Let it, she's like, "No, she wouldn't let it let it go." Doors open, and the cop went to grab her, and she slapped him, and I got between them and pushed them, and the doors closed, and they left. What? But yeah, yep. she, you know. Wait, but he out. stuck his foot. I think no, yeah, you're it was right. You. I had you my stuck foot. Your foot in the I was door. in the train already. You weren't in the train. You stuck your foot in the door. Oh to hold yeah, the door. I was outside, See. and then I went downstairs to catch the local. And then the crazy thing is that I was so upset that I was hoping he would get on the local train. Wait, so uh, I don't get it. Yeah. A moment of stupidity. For it's Kelly, not gonna happen again. Yeah, yeah. Just lucky I was there because. And then if, you know, you put me in a situation because if he put his hands on you, I got to beat up the cop. But he didn't. I got the, I, I, you know, you don't understand your actions, how it affects you. I do we, understand, but that day I was stressed out. I was stressed out. I mean, out. I was at, that moment, at that moment, it's a man putting his hand on my wife. We This is understood, but it's also a man with a gun putting his hands on your wife. Absolutely. But, but that's what I'm saying. She, I mean. I'm I wasn't the, thinking. I own up to it, but I'm glad I did it. And wow. there's stupid talk from Kelly today, ladies it's and gentlemen. Not, why you gotta be stupid talk? I'm glad I did it. Yeah, come on. So what? Yeah. It doesn't have to be stupid talk. We it is. It was. It's reckless. <laughs> we were talking. Did I about, do it again? Uh, no, I haven't done it you, again. Okay. Did I do it again? Nope. All right. Um, reckless we were talking talk from <laughs> Kelly, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we were talking about uh, how the system for police officers is bad. How there's uh, I don't know how to put it. It's it, how it needs to be changed. There's something that needs to be changed because I don't know. I don't know the intricacies of how 
of how the police department works where you know i don't know what they're teaching in there but if there's something where I mean, in well, every state there i mean can you be see that happen i mean the the simple answer to that is you see the results of what they're taught they're taught to look at you as a criminal you are a suspect before you've even done anything when they approach you when they see you they view black men as criminal inherently and that's the, before they that's before you open your mouth that's before you it doesn't matter how you're dressed usually it doesn't really matter how you're dressed or they're looking at you you know you could be in a suit next to a white person in a suit and still get harassed the another side effect of that is that it makes you feel like a criminal like why is there what's the point if i'm walking with my friends down the street and this happened often and a group of cops or a cop is walking down the opposite way why do we all feel the need to stop talking and wait and look away from the cop or avert our eyes or whatever until they finish passing us? Like, why do we feel that way when there's nothing that we've done wrong? It's not like... That's like a joke that uh, Chris Rock said. You know, he's got pulled over before and the cops, he's in his car and it's like, they ran up on him with guns. You you stole this car. You stole this car, didn't you? He's like, damn, maybe I did steal this car. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... um, you know, I, I think the other side of it is to definitely stay prayed up, definitely stay aware, and you know, uh, in the words, and I hate to even quote, get information from as as Beyonce once said. You would hate to Did quote you Beyonce. Quote, yeah, you because quoted the, Beyonce. I quoted Beyonce because that's the only halfway conscious thing she said in a song. Wow, you really don't like Beyonce. I love Beyonce. I've just, her music is not like socially conscious. It's it's entertainment, which is fine. She just don't have nothing to say. (laughs) Yeah, she don't have nothing to say. And shoot, that's my issue with a lot of music. See, when I was coming up, there was, and we was talking about this earlier, there there were groups that spoke about what was going on at the time. Right now, there might be two as far as mainstream. Kendrick Lamar, maybe... Um, J. Cole. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, uh, and we don't put and what's my other cat um, from here from um, Chance. Chance the rapper. Chance. That's about it. I mean, you Everybody say that apparently that's man- mainstream. Oh, mainstream. What do you mean? You- mainstream. When you turn on the radio, that's mainstream. But does that really mean mainstream anymore? Because I don't think it does. No, that's what it means. No, I don't think it does because it's like maybe. You know, when you listen to the radio, you hear the same ten songs on repeat. Uh-huh. But people have more than ten songs on their iPod. They're not just listening to the radio. Okay, there's Mainstream more things that are listened media. to. There are people who are rearing off here. Yeah, no, I'm just you, you say that these complete. people don't exist. That people aren't talking about this. When who I, are you talking about then? Name an artist. I don't listen to these artists not often. Name an artist. Mm. Mainstream or not, no one crickets. Thank you. Back when I was coming up, we had Public Enemy, we had, you know, X-Clan, we had, you know, there was people, they had something to say, you know. What I was going to say is that there's there's other side effects of feeling, like, you know, when you have to, when it comes to being aware of, you know, what you're doing, when, I, I, when wait, you walk into you, a store. We're not going to skip past the music. The music has a lot to do with how people think as well, because music, you know, music is the soundtrack, of, is the soundtrack to life, basically, and you know, before my time, in my mother's time, there was Marvin Gaye, What's Going On, uh, James Brown, Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud. There was all this music that spoke to youth, that empowered youth, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and, and the stuff that was going on. 
um, and that's dwindled away. And but, there's, there's, I mean, there is power. There's power in music, and there's power in, in words. Um, but, and if you waste your words on talking about bling and bra all the time, you know, there's nothing wrong with entertainment. And I like design a song, but after Panda, now what? I'm just saying, Timmy Turner. Huh? He had. I mean, he's making it into a song. Yeah, that's so. I don't know what he's really talking about. Is he talking about anything? Yeah, he's. Oh, Timmy. Well, Timmy is like a. a, It's a cartoon. Yeah, but it's a common like white name, and he's he's saying that like, uh, these white people who seemingly have it all together, like they are secretly like inside, like have hate in their heart, and like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I can give designer a pass. Let's see what he got. To well, say. I hope I can understand this damn song because Panda. All I hear is Panda, 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 and I can't understand <laughs> Jack the Book. Right. <laughs> but so I hope with Timmy Turner, I can understand what he's, he's saying. Brooklyn, I, but you know. but like I I was gonna say, I was gonna say that like when I'm walking down the street like and I see a police officer, I I don't know why, but I just feel like a over like a overwhelming like like. Think, like how of hate I don't, I don't like even though the cops haven't done anything to me I, I know they can and that like scares me and, and it and it like anxiety yeah feel a little anxious I, I, and I, I I hate that I have to feel that I that I, I that I feel that way but like it's what I've been taught and it's like it can't go away well I didn't teach you I didn't teach you that I but, taught you but to, I, I, I taught you to you know, be aware. Yeah, but like from everything that's been going on this week and what's been going on before, like it's there's it's no scary. Need, there's no need for you to walk around don't scared. Be fe- don't be fearful. Don't be don't be fearful. And, and you didn't do hateful. anything. You but walk. No, you're fine. yeah. You, you, but you walk this. in power and 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 know your rights and and know who you are, and you know it's all in how you carry yourself. It's how you present yourself. You know. Um, if if there's racist people, there's gonna be racist people. But how you deal with the situation is is uh is key. Like I when we were when we were driving with our mom, I saw a few like white people in the in the a red pickup truck, and they had the American flag and the Confederate flag mm-hmm. on the back of their truck, and like I I was I was like. You had a fence to the yeah. Confederate flag. Yeah. yeah, and like, I mean, I used to when I lived when we lived in Atlanta, we lived in the South. Matter of fact, when I lived in Florida, I used to have cops pull up, pull me over with the Confederate flag and their tag in front. I would always instantly be nervous because, okay, I know what that flag means, right? And you know, I'm, the back of my mind is like, okay, this cop is going to either plant something on me to, you know, to arrest me to prove a point, or you know. Thank God that never happened. But in the back of my mind, as when when he pulled up, that's how I felt. And you don't have to be in the South to feel like that either. It's it's it's, it's not it's, it's it, the the problem is not just in one city. It's it, not just it happens every city. it it's, happens everywhere. Everywhere, and it's clearly a clearly an an issue um, with how uh, within policing in this country. And um, I don't know. Maybe the answer is. 
fire all the white people and have all black cops. <laughs> that's nah, not gonna work. Black and Hispanic cops. Nah, that's not nah, that's not gonna work. I don't know. That's that. That would make me feel good. Nah, <laughs> so I feel like you're walking around in Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yo, in Jamaica, real talk. I'll say this when we wrap it up. In Jamaica, um, I felt how, I felt there like how white people feel here. Because you see white, because you see, yeah, not superior. We was we we outnumbered white folks there. It was we seen brothers and sisters walking. You know, hey, what's happening? It was just a wonderful feeling. You know? <laughs> it's a one, yeah, it was a wonderful feeling. We was in a black country. You see, you know, visitors. You know, they were in Jamaican. I was named. They they called me Jamaican. Yeah, yeah they did. I've been Jamaican ever since. Wow. Because I went off on somebody. It's a long story. I, that sounds like a story that needs to be told. Nah, not, not right now. In any case, appreciate y'all checking us out, man. Um, Foreverever.com. Um, be sure to holler at us. I mean, if you have any thoughts and feelings about stuff that's happened um, in the past week and how can you have the answer to how do we solve uh, racism in America? Which can happen forever of a D-O-T-C-O-M That's at, on Twitter That's on Instagram That's on Facebook Of course Go to foreverever.com And um, Hey I don't have a last word I just I, there's, there's no last guys, word for this Here's what we can say if, if some of you that are listening to the podcast Are joining in in the protests And the marches out there Just be safe You know Be aware of everything um, and you and know, just just keep keep on fighting the good fight, basically. Yeah, and and don't do like Kaylee, no slapping police officers. We, yeah, we don't, appreciate don't attack, the police. <laughs> we appreciate the cops. We we understand their job is very necessary. Um, but there are, are some that are, need and retraining. There's a minority of officers out there that are not doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. That have prejudice and hate in their heart. They need to go. Yes. Quickly. Quick, fast. Love the police. And we need, and we need all the, the 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 passionate and wonderful professional officers out there to speak up. We need more of you all to speak up and to to you know you, you, you tell on each other. Let's get this. There's a no snitching clause within you know within the brothers in blue. Get rid of that. Otherwise, you have, like Rosenberg said, you have everybody thinking all y'all are bad. Exactly. And that's why I'll I'll end it there. Again, thanks for checking us out. It's foreverever.com. Peace. Deuces.